0: following podcast is a Honey Media production. Hello and welcome back to Motherhood Interrupted. I'm your host, Kimberly Lovey, and welcome to all of my new listeners and to our original OG Motherhood Interrupted listeners. Happy New Year, happy new year happy new year guys i'm finally going to talk to you about the good that happened in aspen because i had recorded the episode all about the bad and promised you this episode because a lot of you were kind of curious how did aspen go after that what is it like you haven't been there you're interested so i wanted to tell you the rest of our trip so if you have no idea what i'm talking about when i'm talking about the bad go back to the earlier episode i recorded which is episode 102, and it is all about what happened the first two days when we were in Aspen, which was essentially a very dramatic scene of getting to Aspen and losing luggage and canceling lots of plans, and it was just a lot. So I'm super excited, so let's go ahead and get started. So once we finally got our luggage, We lost two out of our five days from the travel debacle that ensued and from losing the luggage, trying to find the luggage, it being five degrees outside, shopping for clothes because we didn't have sweatshirts, all that stuff. Okay, so that was Friday and Saturday. Cut to Sunday. From Sunday on, we had a great trip, ended up being an incredible trip so Sunday what happened was we still had not been fitted for our ski equipment and if you're staying at the st. Regis Aspen they have a store across the street called Christie's and you can go there and get fitted for everything for you and your kids and we had you have an option there to take a bus to the mountain and you can go to snowmass or you can go to buttercup or is it buttermilk yeah anyway we went to snowmass which was incredible and we decided to get a car we had a driver take us because it was about 20 minutes out i didn't we actually could have used the hotel's bmw but the thing is is that our kids are so young and carrying the equipment becomes so difficult for them and you're wearing the ski shoes And trying to get all their equipment plus all of ours on and off a bus and figure out where to go, or even just driving on our own in the snow. It just in the snow, it just didn't make sense for us. And I just was like, you know what? I just want to enjoy this day. So let's just get a car. So that's what we did. And that was a win. We had a car pick us up right outside of Christie's. We got everything fitted that morning, Sunday morning, and we went right to the slopes, the slopes and snowmass. And all the while the driver was interesting. He was telling us about, you know, all the jet setters and the billionaires that come through and he was just giving us the full kind of lay of the land and he was saying all all the who's who is going to be here over Christmas and New Year's. You guys are great. So again, we went there a couple of weeks before Christmas because it was affordable. It was much more affordable for us to stay there. Uh so yeah, so that was that was all kind of the background. So we get to Snowmass and we put the kids in all-day ski lessons. So The kids had skied last year once in Mammoth. We had taken them on one trip. So they skied, let's see, was it two, like two and a half days last year for the first time. Now, Brian and I, we both have skied for many years, but we're still not strong skiers because we just, we don't go that much. It's not a big priority for us. And it just is so much easier for us to have the kids be in a lesson because We don't feel confident enough in our ability to teach them how to ski. So that's what we did. We brought them. We were a little bit late because everything took a little longer, but they were able to grab the kids and take them to their lessons. And then Brian and I were trying to figure out where are we going to ski because we didn't want to like get in over our heads. And so we kind of went on one side of the mountain where it's almost like a little warm up spot. And we took a gondola up there and we did that and it went great. You know got kind of comfortable and him and i when we go we're both we just kind of hang out on the easy slopes we're not trying to prove anything we're not trying to impress each other we're just trying to enjoy the scenery and enjoy ourselves and it's just a total relief because growing up my mom she was raised in buffalo in buffalo new york and she is an incredible skier and my sister is an incredible snowboarder like can do jumps and like the two of them would take me on like these double black diamonds and i just remember being so traumatized so young always just trying to keep up with them and being so just terrified the whole time and as an adult i have to say it's really nice to just go with me and brian we're not with a big group we don't feel like we have to Put on the Ritz, you know. We can just be totally like take our sweet time and just be like the very mediocre skiers that we are, and I just love it because it's allowed me to just relax and enjoy it so much more. And as a result, just be much better. So, but again, we we suck. I mean, we're not we're not good skiers. We're just not. So the day prior, we we're supposed to go skiing the day prior, but we lost that. So this was really our one. It came down to one ski day, which was fine for us. It was fine. It wasn't ideal. So the kids were in their ski lessons from nine to three, they feed them lunch. Brian and I go to the starter mountain, it was good. And then we were ready to switch over to the other side of the mountain where it's still easy runs, but they're longer. So we were trying to get over there and Brian ends up like chit chatting with some, I don't know, somebody that works there and we're on the mountain. And the guy ends up telling Brian and I where to go like where across the mountain to go. And and we were originally gonna take the gondola down there and he's like, oh, you guys can just hop down on this trail and like go across and it'll take you right there. And we're like, I'm like, okay, why not? You know, let's just keep, let's keep going. We're, we're in our, our warm up moment, you know? We get on there, it's like a double blue diamond. I had no idea. It's so long, it's so steep. I was terrified again. And I just was like, this is exactly what I don't wanna be doing. I end up skiing, going down this huge hill, totally unprepared. It was just, it was terrible. So then I'm trying to like collect myself and keep myself keep myself going, keep myself afloat. I completely eat shit. Okay. Completely eat it. I lose one of my skis. Some instructor that's like in a lesson, like somehow identifies me thank god and runs up to me and it like helps me get my ski back on i almost broke my knee i swear to god it was such it wasn't a graceful fall it wasn't a correct fall it was just a bad fall and thankfully he's like oh the ski that you have is uphill which is a good thing it's better that ski than the other one like the one that's like because i kind of was on i faced sideways because obviously i'm not going to face down anyway that was just it was just a rough rocky start needless to say i did not end up going back on any of the blue diamonds or anything like that yeah we kept it light and bright the whole time so we after all of that we thank god we ended up going across the mountain and skiing and the runs in aspen i'll say this if you're used to if you're in california you probably go to mammoth or big bear mammoth runs are way shorter than the ones in aspen the, the runs in Aspen, and this ended up being a great thing, like really two great things, is that you're not constantly going up and down the hill and then waiting in line to get back up again. There's none of that downtime. It was like the, the runs are like much longer. So you get way more ski time with every run. And initially it takes you way longer, you know, when you're trying to get warmed up. But once you kind of get into the flow, you can go down the mountains fairly quickly. Like again, not that we were, you know, rushing down the mountains either, but It was just nice. I felt like we got a lot more ski time than I was used to. And snowmass is so big that even when they're at like maximum crazy capacity, when there's a ton of people there, it never feels crowded and you're never going to be in long lines there because it's so big. So that's why we ended up doing snowmass, even though we're all really beginner skiers, so to speak, Uh, just because Buttermilk is really the beginner skier kind of destination. But it was great. We never had the long lines that I am used to.
1: And it was just super easy. Um, oh, one time, one time we were getting on the gondola, Brian and I were getting on the gondola and I don't know what, what we were doing, but we ended up, where I ended up like going to sit on the gondola and then Brian thought we were waiting. But then he like rushed and he like had to rush to come catch up with me and like basically sits on my lap. <laughs> he ends up like sitting on my lap. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Oh my God, you guys, we looked ridiculous. It was freaking hilarious. Like it was, was, I'm telling you, we looked so stupid. I can't even get over the visual. anyway, I ended up like sliding over really fast. It could have been bad, but thankfully it wasn't. It was just, you guys, hilarious. The scene was beyond ridiculously funny i couldn't
0: oh my god but i was really proud honestly i was really proud of me and brian we actually skied really well both of us we we ended up skiing incredibly well and i think because we are so relaxed and we're not worried about like rushing down and it's you're not going to be like run over by people that are going super fast and it's not crowded like i have to say it was fabulous and like Oh my God, those aspen trees are ridiculous. Oh my gosh. It was just gorgeous. It had just snowed, as you heard, you know, since we had gone through the snowstorm. So the skiing was just fantastic and super enjoyable. And the weather was perfect. And so for lunch, we went down and I had the most incredible poke bowl and a beer. And I hadn't had a beer for or anything to drink for five weeks because I there was like a whole... I didn't even tell you guys about this, but I had a major GI issue going on. I was hospitalized for it, uh, had two colonoscopies, two endoscopies. There was just, it was bad. And um, this trip was, it was great. Like I got to relax. I had a beer. Everything, you know, everything was fine. I still, by the way, if you're wondering what, what I was diagnosed with, I don't know yet. Because of the holidays, all of the test results got really delayed. And so I don't know, but I actually meet with the doctor tomorrow and I love this doctor. So if you need a doctor in Beverly Hills for anything GI related, let me know and I'll give you his info. But anyway, sorry, back to our skiing. So yes, we had a beer and then Brian kept being like, I was like, I'm done, babe. Like I'm, I'm done. Cause I was just, I don't know why I just kind of felt like. I don't know if I was getting lazy or just nervous. I'm not really sure. Anyway, I ended up going back down like five more times with Brian. So we skied the whole time on fairly easy runs, but they were still like, even their bunny slopes there or their easy, not bunny slopes, but their easy runs were still, like I said, very long and also like kind of challenging. Like they were, like, it's not like it was just some rinky dink, rinky dink little mountain. Like it was, you know, we were, we were doing the thing. So it was, it was a blast. Highly recommend skiing in Aspen. I guess that's why everyone goes there. Um, all right so we did that full ski day it was fantastic and then we came back to the hotel the driver picked us up again oh charlotte apparently did incredible both the kids did incredible carter ended up being in a private lesson which was so lucky because the ski lessons one-on-one there are a fortune they're like double or triple the group so technically we got a group lesson for carter and he had to be in a different group than charlotte because of their age and it was just him and the instructor and apparently he did like amazing which i was super excited about and i think because they're doing ice hockey that helped and then charlotte was in a group and i guess apparently she was in the starter group because i told them our kids are beginners i mean they'd only gone skiing once the year before you know like for two days so she gets in the lesson and i guess within an hour or whatever the time horizon was they bumped her to like she went from like level 0 to level 1 and then they bumped her again to level 2 and they said tomorrow if you come back and ski you'll be in level 3 with Carter. So they were saying she was the best of all the kids there which was really I mean she's very athletic we know but I was just I was shocked honestly it was really I was impressed I was surprised and um you know more importantly I'm just I I think it's cool exposure if you can if you have the chance to give your kids that experience like it's such a hard thing to get to the mountains when you have young kids just between all the logistics all the equipment you know the expenses of everything it's really quite an investment but i have to say i felt really good that we were able to give them that experience again this year and that they were picking it up and they were enjoying it so i was happy with that no we did not need to go skiing another day for us one was fine two would have been great one was enough um so we got back to the hotel the driver picked us up we he takes us back to the hotel and i'm like you guys let's get on our bathing suits so it is like snowing it's freezing outside it's below freezing it's like 10 degrees outside we have our bathing suits and our robes on and we go downstairs and we go into the big courtyard and climb up these brick stairs and the whole property's brick it's just beautiful and we go we go in there and there's like another group too and we're in our bathing suits in the snow and like the trees are covered in snow and like you can see your breath and just to be in the jacuzzi and then they actually had a heated pool too so the kids were loving that so they were playing we were there for like an hour and it was just magical and i just needed a day like this you know to have like a really good win because i was so traumatized that it felt great to just have like you know, one good day. And then that night was amazing too, because we went to the best steakhouse. It's called 312. And it was like truffle this, truffle that, all kinds of just, it was just like the fancy, lovely steakhouse that we all love. And, you know, the more truffle and wine, the better, right? So, that was another fantastic experience that we got to have, which was great because we had canceled all of our other dinners and everything else got moved around and it was just like nothing was working out. So to have this one day that felt like, okay, we got our money's worth just if, if nothing else today was amazing. So that was that day. That was Sunday. Then the second day, okay, this is really cool okay so there was sledding so in my mind we were originally going to do two intense ski days and do this like roller coaster thing like we had all these jam-packed plans so initially i booked this sledding day because it was just supposed to be something different a more chill day and like not so intense and so we ended up doing that and we went on so now it was monday like a driver takes you from the property to not really far it's like maybe five to ten minutes away and you go and it's like these guys that live in this like on this like ranch basically And they have two horses or they're like horse donkey hybrids or something. And they they're sitting driving in front of the sled. And then all of us are in the back of the sled and they give you hot chocolate and it's snowing and they take you all around in the sled. And just with the horses, I mean, it was such a magical experience. And they were like, do you see that house over there? We're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, the the Waltons own it. I'm like, oh, you mean Walmart Waltons? They're like, yeah. So they're like pointing out these like huge sprawling mansions that are like, you know, 20,000 square feet plus right in the middle of the snow. And they were explaining like, oh, this billionaire lives there. And it was just they they were very nice guys. They were just very informative. They were definitely like farmer vibes and just super authentic, you know. And they took us to this spot where apparently, Mariah Carey goes to Aspen every year, which now I can say because I saw on Instagram she was there, and they said she comes sledding every year, and like one of her albums, like recently in the last couple of years, she actually did her photo shoot at that same spot, so she took the sled and her, her whole glam squad and photography team and everybody and took took all of her photos and did her whole photo shoot where we were of course keep in mind your girl over here is like I've got to get a good shot you know we've got to get some awesome like pictures yeah every single picture we took was dark and also like none of us really have patience to sit there and like take that many photos like we just don't like I'm not that interested Brian definitely is not interested and the kids are like you know kids so we got like you know three good pictures maximum, which I'll share on my Instagram. But yeah, it was just, it was that beautiful of a scene. You know, it was like a bridge with snow and just the trees like up to the sky. And they're telling us about, oh, look at those paw prints from the bears. And you know, there's like a glistening lake, like a little river. It was just gorgeous. It was so magical and it was short and sweet and just relaxing. So I would definitely do that as like, and again, they gave us like cider on that little stopover and blankets and it was just cozy and it was just adorable. It was really, really just sweet and we just loved it. So we did that and then we actually went ice skating. So Brian made sure to bring the kids ice hockey skates because I guess when you go ice skating, they typically give you figure skates, which are much harder to skate on. And so Brian always brings his own ice hockey skates and the kids. And they were able to go and skate, and I got on the skates. Again, your girl over here, I'm just like trying not to fall and eat it. But it was such a cute, fun afternoon just on the ice skating rink and then carter and brian i swear they're so funny they keep like finding people that don't know how to skate like adults and they're like teaching everybody and brian's lacing up everybody's kids shoes and like they're just <sighs> i don't know it was so funny and when we were there one of the women she actually was on our flight and she was flying from la to meet her sister and her kids so it was basically the two sisters and their kids and she ended up telling me how they ended up getting an Uber and going through the snowstorm. So it was like another family that had gone through the same trauma and drama. It was just crazy. So yeah, so she was one of my trauma-bonded sisters. So that was awesome. And yeah, so we did ice skating. We went to the most spectacular lunch. I forget. It was a Hillstone group, but it was like the White House, yes, the White House. Yes but here's what happened right before that. So after ice skating, we decided to walk around a little bit and we went into Kimosabi. Now, if you guys are not Real Housewives fans, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has filmed at Kimosabi and it is basically a local, like a very famous local spot where you can get Stetson hats or Kimosabi hats custom made for you. And they have the most incredible boots so we go in there and the place is a zoo it's an absolute zoo and i'm like it's to the point where i'm like having an anxiety attack like i can't i cannot think about trying on a hat the kids end up getting these adorable boots i'm like jealous of charlotte's boots i love them so much i'll post pictures of everything And they just are so, so stinking cute. And by that, after we got done with the boots, we didn't have time to continue on with the hats. And it was just too crazy and chaotic there. Cause I'm like, okay, if I need to like, I need to like focus, you know, you have to focus on picking your hat, which color, which size fits. And then there's a whole other, which I'll tell you about in a second, but there's a whole other experience around getting your hat. So it's like a very iconic place, but it was just all too much. So we left we went to the white house and had the most amazing lunch highly recommend the girls over at kimosabi had referred us to go over there so that's what we did and then we get home and we have some downtime for a couple hours and then we end up going where did we go i think that's when we went and stopped and saw we were going back to kimosabi at night and i can't remember what we did for dinner that night, come to think of it. But we ended up essentially coming back to Kimo at like 7 at night. Well, that was a great move. Oh, on the way, we stopped at the Forward and Revolve pop-up store and saw all of our friends there. And it was so cool to see them when, you know, they're, they were working so hard and seeing the behind the scenes. And it turns out that I happened to see on Instagram that Forward ended up having Kendall Jenner flying out and being like their their model for the pop-up store so yeah that that was really cool and her shoot was gorgeous I just the store looks fantastic but it was just awesome to see it all come together and like see them all working there was just a huge team there putting it all together and it was really incredible I was super super impressed with it so anyway so we go to Kimosabi right after we happen to stumble upon my friends and their store and all that goodness and Kimosabi was just, it's just iconic. It really is an iconic place. And I'm going to show you, I'll post the, re- the reels, but it's one of those things where it's like now that I know what a Kimosabi hat is, I can see it everywhere. Like not, I mean, it's not that mainstream, but like anytime I see that kind of hat, now I know. So Kyle Richards is like one of the celebrities that is like super, she goes all the time. And she just posted, she just posted a picture of her and Rihanna at Kimosabi, and like her whole, and Kyle Richards family. So all the who's who goes through there. But the experience is awesome. Like the people are so nice and you have to, you pick your hat. Picking a color was so hard. And then once you finally pick your hat, they actually like steam the hat and they shape it to so that it's like bent the way that you want it and they're doing it in front of you like it's just the craziest thing then they start with like all the arts and crafts so they have all different like feathers and charms that you can put like around the hat and the charms are expensive like one of them i don't know what the like proper term is but like one of them that we were looking at was like twelve hundred dollars just for like the one charm that goes like around the hat so it's just a very creative experience i didn't realize like it's not just like you go in and you buy the hat you go in they custom shape it to you and then you custom design it. So every single person's hat that walks out of there is one of one. And then the group there that was helping me, Jet is the one that ended up doing my hat. I found a hat that was in like a powder blue and it wasn't my fit. So I ended up picking this like cream hat. It's a Stetson KimoSabi hybrid. So KimoSabi essentially designed it and then they had Stetson make it and they have this like, kind of like a co-branded hat. So that's what, that's what i ended up getting and i saw this powder blue hat and i loved all the charms and i had jet take everything off of that hat and put it onto mine and then we kind of like continued to customize it and it ended up being gorgeous just gorgeous the hat i'm obsessed with it and then brian's hat ended up being sick too he got the most incredible hat and sick charm around like he got like the fancy charm thing just because like the one he was picking was too basic and i was like no let's let's up level this so we did and he listened and then we branded our initials on our hats brian didn't want to but i made him get it branded the next day because i just think it's so cool to have your initials on the back of your hat or his is like actually on the brim and um It's just, it was the most incredible experience. And then you can go upstairs and that's where they filmed The Real Housewives and you can take shots with them, take pictures, like have a private event it's awesome but like it's an experience like it took it took a while like it was it it was very much like a a crafty almost kind of experience and I'm really glad that we did it when it wasn't busy that was the key because otherwise I'm telling you so many people are in that that shop that you can't even focus so yes highly highly recommend Kimasabi was incredible and love everybody there and thank you again to Jet for doing my hat. And then they actually shipped the hats home for us and wrote like the nicest little note to us that we saved. And it was just, it was amazing. And I'm obsessed with my hat and I cannot wait to go back and get another one. Um, So yeah, so that was that day. That was then Monday and then Tuesday. Okay, this is where it got, this was the best. So Tuesday morning, we're actually leaving on the last flight out that night. So we had all day Tuesday. And initially I wasn't like thrilled about having the last flight because typically the last flight is not a good move like you never really want to take the last flight out just because if it get can't if it gets canceled you're in trouble um but when i booked it when i booked our flights it, that was the only flight available so that's what we ended up with well it ended up being a blessing and our flight home was fine but i'll tell you what happened so we ended up going snowmobiling and apparently where we were going snowmobiling is like very famous it's called these mountains it's called maroon bells maroon bells and it's the number one most photographed mountain in the world. And we had the best time. So we ended up getting a driver to take us over there. And I was really nervous because, you know, our kids are only six, so Charlotte's six and Carter's seven. So I was nervous that it was gonna be like a two hour snowmobile ride with the kids, like I'm imagining them just trying to hang on for dear life. And I almost canceled it because I was having anxiety. I was having so much anxiety about it. And I was just like, no, like after the craziness that you endured just to be here, like they said it's safe, like it's going to be fine. But I was just, I don't know why, but I was really, I was panicked. Of course, Brian wasn't, but I was. We end up getting picked up, we get there. It's pretty expensive, but I have to say it's very worth it. And I think it was like seven, between seven and $800, not including the tip. And then we tipped them like 150. So. I have to tell you, worth every penny. We get there and they couldn't be nicer. They're putting the ha- the helmets on you, they give you a locker and give you a little like tutorial as to like how to go accelerate, I should say, and how to stop. And then Charlotte because she's so small, she had to go in front of me, whereas Carter was sitting behind Brian. And each snowmobile has like a seat for two people. So that was perfect and there was maybe a group of i don't know maybe 12 of us maybe six to eight maybe like eight um snowmobiles i want to say that was in our exact tour and there was a tour ahead of us so there was a good amount of people there it was probably like 40 people there total and then divided into two groups with two people each so whatever all that works out to be yes so it was a two-hour tour it was so great we were just it, you know what? If you love jet skiing, you're going to love snowmobiling if you've never gone. Like I love jet skiing and I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat. I don't really like heights. You know, I don't really like roller coasters. I love jet skiing because I feel like it's safe if I like fall I'm in the water. Snowmobiling was even more incredible. It was truly the most amazing experience I've ever had. Charlotte. Hi, hi, London. Okay, London and Charlotte just walked up. What did you think of snowmobiling in Aspen?
1: It was amazing. I love it. it. was the best thing ever in history. It Actually, was a... mommy was better.
0: It was amazing, right?
1: Yeah, but mommy's better
0: than Thank you. I love you, sweet love. See, there's your testimonial. Charlotte absolutely loved it so it ended up being a a two-hour tour and they stop along the way and they kind of tell you all about the history of the mountains and Walt Disney was trying to buy the land from this woman and you know again like incredible history all the aspen trees and the guys could not have been nicer and I gotta tell you it was the most exhilarating peaceful iconic experiences ever you have to go do this if you are in aspen and you have a chance to snowmobile there you have to do it it is truly the most incredible experience then they take you where you stop and you get a hot chocolate and you go to like a lookout point and you can take photos and it's just it's just amazing, and it was not scary. It was super peaceful. At the end, they have you, like, do snowmobile racing, which sounds scary, but actually really wasn't. And so we were trying to beat the boys, right, Charlotte?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Get I didn't... Yeah, we beat them. Actually, I think technically they beat us, but we were ahead of them the whole time, so it was fine. But it was totally safe. It was totally safe, totally amazing. And, yeah, it was just a total highlight. And, um, again, we... We're back in the hotel in the afternoon. I got a massage. Hi, London. (coughs) London, you're on the podcast. (laughs) This is this is why it's hard to podcast. You guys can now understand. You want up? Come on, London.
1: Up. No, no, no! No, You're going up. Up. Yep, up. Can you say hello? Oh. Can you say hello? Hello. Good job.
0: You're such a big girl. So we did a massage. When dad, we got back, dad, I, actually, dad. I had gotten a massage. Dad, oh though. God,
1: massage also. Oh, Can you go
0: get her a doodah? I'm going to get you a okay, go, go with Charlie. She's going to get it for you. So, anyway, I forgot to mention, the day before the snowmobiling, so the same day we had done sledding and ice skating and chemosabi, in between all of that, I did my massage, and they give you oxygen when you're in the waiting room because, you know, you're in a high elevation. So that was very interesting, that was a first. I've never been in a spa that gives you oxygen. That was very weird and interesting, but cool. And so yeah, that was amazing. And then, so cut back to the snowmobiling day, we got back to the hotel and it was Brian's turn and he got to go to the same incredible masseuse and have his massage. And I took the kids in the jacuzzi again, and that was another amazing experience and yeah it was all good i mean they were starting to put up all the trees and really start decorating for christmas and it was just beautiful and we absolutely loved the saint regis they could not have been nicer we also oh one of the days we ended up at the little nell which is another hotel about a block away that i've heard a lot about and i think i feel like it's like the influencer hotel but um we ended up there kind of on a fluke because during charlotte's ski lesson the instructor gave her ski poles that back to the wrong family. And so we had to go over there and it was kind of cool. I mean it seemed a little snooty to be honest with you. I don't know why, but it just felt a little bit snooty. But people really like it there. So I wouldn't mind staying there. But I really loved the St. Regis. This the staff was just super helpful and kind and they're just, you know, incredible. So yeah, and then we packed up our bags and left and it was all good. So that was the end of Aspen. We had the best trip, you guys. It was really the best trip. i I mean, it was the worst trip. the worst possible trip turned the best possible trip. So I finally understand, oh, and we for sorry, I forgot we also snuck in another round of ice skating. So after the snowmobiling we came home, jacuzzi Brian did his his massage and then we went ice skating again and went we went to a bakery and just oh it was just incredible so yeah it ended up being an amazing trip definitely now I know after talking to absolutely everybody apparently everyone knows that it's very hard to fly into Aspen during the winter because of the short runway and the visibility and the snow so a lot of people just plan to not to just not do it and they just fly into Denver and they're prepared to get it in the car and drive so Yeah, so that was kind of interesting insight after you know, kind of going through all this, just something to think about. So that's really all I have. I just wanted to deliver the episode to you and I'm gonna go ahead and post all the pictures now and you can see all the hat making at Kemosabe, the snowmobiling, and it was just a great trip. So I'm gonna go have a wonderful, wonderful new year. I love you guys. Please rate me five stars and follow the podcast it was rated top five percent globally which is all because of the listeners so in order for me to support the show i really need you guys to share the show tag me and follow me so thank you so much really appreciate our time together every week you guys and i will talk to you soon